Hello world, welcome to EYE, the Evan Yearwood Experience. Again, more than ever, I am excited to talk to you today and pour into you and give you some of me in a way that will impact you to change your life toward the better. So listen, I want to talk about being broke because, you know, I mean, I consider myself still a young person. I'm 26, but in the beginning of my adult life, I was broke. <laughs> I was so broke, it was disgusting. It was terrible. It's, um, it's defeating in a way, being broke. I don't know if you're broke. I don't know if you have been broke. Surely you have, or maybe you will be broke. Listen, I don't wish brokenness on anybody. Broke is no joke, okay? Fortunately, when you're young, it's an excuse. You're young. You're supposed to be broke, you know, because you're not really working. But I didn't look at it that way because I'm Evan Yearwood, and Evan Yearwood's not broke. I don't know. That was just kind of part of my identity, you know, I just had these uh, this massive expectation of where I should be by 21 driving a Lamborghini down the street. But obviously it didn't pan out that way. But looking backwards, I didn't need to stress myself out for not having everything that I wanted together. But I'm going to tell you what I did or what I believe is the right way to approach any seriously um, negative financial situation you might find yourself in. Because listen, today is not promised tomorrow, right? We have the high expectations. Yes, keep the high expectations, but also keep your feet on the ground. And I'm going to share my story about what I went through when I was broke because I think it's very important to kind of identify with my story and see maybe potentially you've been through that or you've been through it because now I am not broke. I am definitely not rich, but I am way better off than I used to be. I mean, man, <laughs> I mean, I remember I first started driving Uber, right? Here's the thing about being broke. I believe the only reason why you will be broke in America is if you don't work. There is a plethora of opportunity. Man, if you don't have a trade, okay, got it. Go download an app and go do some deliveries on a bike. Oh, you don't got a bike? Go get a city bike. And then do the deliveries on the city bike until you make enough to buy your own bike and then keep rolling that into getting your own car. Listen, there's no way you can be broke in America if you're not working. But unfortunately for me, when I was younger, I had a terrible work ethic. I was what I considered an overambitious underachiever. Back when I was in high school, my social studies teacher, Mr. Previty, caught me and my friends laughing and joking around. And he walked over and said, hey, listen, don't worry about it. Keep laughing because, Mike, you're failing. Jeremy, you're failing. And Evan, you're hanging out with them, too. So that mean, that explains why you're failing, too. I didn't have a work ethic. 
but I was over ambitious. So when I first started driving Uber, you know, when you're your when you're your own boss, it's like, and I work whenever I want. But because I did that, I started missing payments of rent on the car that I owe that I was renting to drive. And they were tired of it, so they told me to bring the car back. And I remember doing one trip before I brought the car back that paid me $15. And I had to drive from where I lived in Queens all the way up to Jerome Avenue in the Bronx and give the car back. And now I got to take the train home, which is a two-hour ride. (laughs) So the only reason why I went through that situation was because I didn't have a work ethic. And here's the point that I'm bringing this all to. Your work ethic comes out of your belief system. Your work ethic comes out of the identity that you have of yourself, your concept of self. And even though I had big, hairy, audacious goals, I didn't have the identity attached to a work ethic that would have been able to execute on those ideas. I had a negative belief system. So when it comes to doing or getting anywhere you want to go, 1% of getting there is actually doing it. Doing is actually easy. (laughs) I'm going to explain what I mean by that in a second. It's 99% which is your mindset. If you don't have the 99%, which is the mindset, your philosophy, your identity, your concept of self, if you have a negative belief system, it doesn't matter if you know what to do, you will not do it. You cannot outwork a negative belief system. So in order for me to cure myself of the disease brokenness, I needed to change my mind. In the Bible, it says, do not conform to the world, but be ye transformed through the renewing of your mind. I had to renew my mind because my negative belief system, I was, because of my negative belief system, I was sabotaging myself. And I didn't put in the effort that I knew that I should or I could have because I had that negative belief system. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about, obviously, this is how to not be broke. But being broke is a condition of your mind. There's no such thing as brokenness. It's how you look at it. I, now, I used to say I'm broke back then, but now I realize you don't ever say I'm broke. You say I'm going through a cash flow problem. There's no such thing as broke. So, so I'm going to talk about how do you get over this negative belief system that's stopping you from really going in and, and, and doing what you need to do. So the first thing, the main thing, it might even be the only thing that you need to do is make a decision. I'm going to be a winner. When you look at the word decide, D-E, side. Coming from the Latin derivative, kadir, which means to cut off, decide. Side is cutting off. Suicide, homicide, genocide, kadir, cut off. So when you decide, you're cutting off any other option. 
So you need to make a decision. I'm going to be a winner. And if you haven't made that decision, then what are you being? Because if you're not being a winner, that means you're being a what? A loser. Make the decision. I'm done losing. I'm done operating under what I can potentially do. I'm not trying to say save the world. Okay. I'm not saying you need to be a CEO of a Fortune 50 company. I'm saying do the best you can with what you got. That's what a winner does. So make a decision to be a winner because winning is important. It's important for your motivation. True leaders understand the importance of winning. It's important for your identity. One of the reasons why it was so hard to get out of the negative spiral of my belief system is because I kept failing. And because I kept failing, I kept identifying with the fails. And I started to think I was a failure. But I had to rewind and reverse and recalibrate my perspective and realize, wait, I'm a winner because I haven't quit yet. I haven't quit. I'm still on the path. I'm still picking up one foot after the another. And even though sometimes to make that next step, it, feel, it takes a month to get out of the slump. I always, always take the next step. So that allowed me to realize I'm a winner. I don't quit. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. But now after you've recognized who you are, made the decision to be a winner, you need to focus on getting small wins. Do not overlook what I'm saying right now. This is key. You need to make a decision. I'm going to focus on getting small wins. And after you accomplish the small win, focus on a slightly bigger win. Jim Rohn once said that if you're going down the wrong path, start picking up the things that you've been neglecting. Okay, maybe you got an insurmountable amount of things that you haven't been paying attention to and been neglecting. I'm encouraging you to start picking up those things that you've been neglecting. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I, I know what it's like to be so broke that I'm afraid to look at my bank account. Okay, maybe that's something that needs to be done. Look, see what's going on. Go through all your transactions. Where have you been spending your money the last 30, 90 days? Picking up these things and focusing on the small wins. Because what's going to happen when you focus on these small wins and then you accomplish something even bigger and then a little bigger and then a little bigger? What it's doing is rebuilding your identity toward who you really want to be. Imagine there is a large cruise ship plowing through the Atlantic Ocean, going 100% speed. And then the captain realizes he's going the complete wrong way. How does he go the right way? Does he completely do a 180 and the ship jumps in the air and then spins like a skateboard and then all of a sudden starts going in the opposite direction? No, that's impossible. 
The only way the ship can turn around and do a 180 is if it's slowly, very slowly, very slowly turns. And while it's turning, I want you to pay attention to this analogy. It's still heading in the wrong direction while it's making the correction. But it's only until it continues turning, 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 turning. Up oh, now we at 90 degrees. Turning, turning, turning. And now, now we're close to going in the right direction. Small wins is the key to long-term success. This is very important and it can be very hard to adopt this mindset because we live in a popcorn, microwave, insta-right-now society. Well, I know I definitely fell into this where I felt like I needed to win now. I needed to show I had something because I felt like I didn't have nothing. You don't need to feel that way. You already have enough. You don't need validation from other people. <laughs> the only person that needs to validate you is that person in the mirror. And if that person isn't giving you validation, then you got work to do. See, that's what this conversation is about. This conversation is when you look in the mirror, you are proud of that person. Because that type of energy is attractive. People can feel that energy, that you are confident in what you've done and what you're capable of. But if you keep digging a hole for yourself, keep neglecting your responsibilities, you're going to continue to destroy your identity. So decide to be a winner. Decide, I will stop doing this. I will stop living underneath my operating my, my operating underneath what I'm potential what my potential is. And if, in order for you to be a winner, you need to adopt this new identity. You need to change your belief system. You need to change your mindset, which is why developing this system of attacking these small goals is going to help you. So you don't have to do the large leap. I really hope you're getting this, okay? A lot of times, the things that will change your life dramatically is not this big awakening, inspirational moment idea. It's the simple things. And you're probably thinking, you know, there's a couple of things that I could focus on, I could work on that would drastically help me. Do those things. But remember, the simple things to do are also simple not to do. The easy things to do are also easy not to do. But don't neglect this simple, very simple way of putting yourself on track because you never know where you're going to end up a year from now. Most people overestimate what they can do in one month, but they underestimate what they can do in a year. Think small, but think long term because these small wins, daily wins will compound into something that you cannot even imagine. I mean, me growing this beard, this beautiful beard on my face is a great example. 
I started my minoxidil journey. And if you haven't seen that video, go on my YouTube, look up Evan Yearwood, and you'll see minoxidil journey. When I first started that journey, I got the minoxidil, which is like this foam. You put it on your face. And then you put Jamaican black castor oil. And then I also use the derma roller twice a week, not every day. For the first six weeks, I had zero results. I was putting on that minoxidil every single day. Once in the morning, once in the evening. Tuesday, once in the morning, once in the evening. Wednesday, do the derma roller, put the Jamaican black castor oil. Thursday, once in the morning. I did that for six weeks and I got nothing. My closest friend was literally laughing at me. He was like, bro, you're not going to grow a beard. And I'm like, bro, I will. Just wait. Watch. Four, four weeks in, five weeks in, six weeks in. But it was the compounding effect. On the seventh week, I saw a massive difference in my beard. I actually grew a beard. And listen, I haven't grown a beard for my whole life. So I'm, so that it was just like incredible to see that it was working. But the key thing I'm trying to say is the small things add up. And now if you see me now, I got a full-blown beard on my face. Right? I never had a beard ever. But it's the small things that add up. It's called the compounding effect. So whatever it is you need to do, do that. Set some really small goals that you can hit. Hit them. And then as soon as you hit them, set another set of goals that's a little bit more difficult. And then hit those. And then when you hit those, set another set of goals a little bit more difficult. And then hit those. And then keep doing that over and over and over again. And the people that don't stop, they become the LeBron Jameses. They become the billionaires. They become the... I mean, it's really not that out of, you know, difficult. I mean, when you think of somebody like LeBron James, he had his goals at high school. And when he got to college, would you, can we agree he had bigger goals? And when he was a, when he was a, a rookie in the NBA, he had bigger goals than what he had in college. And now as a bona fide legend, can we agree his goals are absolutely out of this world but if you took the goals that lebron james has now and you try to tell 17 year old lebron james hey i want you to have this as a goal 17 year old lebron james could not even fathom doing that because he hasn't built the identity and strength in hitting the goals and allowing him to feel the what's the word feel the accomplishment of doing that do the same thing. Do not overlook this. This is powerful. This is huge. Most people have the answer to what they want right under their nose. But because it seems so simple, they just look over it. Listen, the answer to your problems doesn't have to be that difficult. Albert Einstein explained the universe in a in like in a sentence. <laughs> Your life is not more complex than the universe. Okay? So with that being said, I hope you found this well. Hey, listen to this video over and over again. 
Let this idea ingrain in your mind, okay? So you remember this stuff. See, a lot of the things that I talk about, you know, is it comes from my study. I study a lot. I read a lot of books. I I read hours and hours and hours, hundreds of hours of audio every year. So because I do that, this it just flows naturally. It just is within me. I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. So re-listen to this every single day. And definitely share this with somebody so they can hear this and, you know, get out of their slump. Because I've been in many, many slumps. And I've gotten out of every single one of them. So with that being said, this is the Evan Yearwood Experience I can't wait to see you next time. Make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you subscribe to whatever podcast source that you're listening to this on. Put the notifications on so that as soon as the episodes, the next episodes drop, boom, you'll be able to tune right in and listen. Till next time, peace out.